Hey there, and welcome to WCPO Lounge Acts. I'm your host, Austin Fast, and we're joined here today at the WCPO studios in Walnut Hills with Ben Sloan. He's a drummer from right here in Cincinnati. Uh, he's going to be performing this weekend at the National Homecoming and Music Now Festivals. Uh, he'll be on Friday night, the opening ceremony down at the Masonic Center. Saturday, he'll be playing with the National. And then Sunday, you can get a whole hour all to himself with him and his band, A Delicate Motor. I think uh, the drummer, Brian, from the National is going to be joining you for that. So um, we're going to get a little preview right here. It's it's Monday. You get a couple days before uh, or whenever you, you listen to this. Uh, so you get a little bit of advance notice to the, uh, to the real show. So um, let's get straight to the music. We have a couple compositions here from Ben. Uh, take it away, Ben. It's all you. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. We've been listening to Ben Sloan here in WCPO Digital Lounge. So thank you, Ben, so much for coming in today. Yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. I always love when we have um, local musicians come in. That's I think they're my favorite lounge acts to do. So it's yeah, right. It's great to have a Cincinnati guy in here. Um, what well, you're originally from Cincinnati, right? Uh, yeah, technically, technically, I was born in Virginia, okay. but I'm originally from Cincinnati. Well, you went to high school here. That's the important That's, question. that's how you know you're a true Cincinnati yeah. if you went to high school. Which high school did you go to? I have uh, to ask. Wanted Hills. There, there Wanted we Hills. go. All right. So just up the street from here. Yeah. Yeah, so. totally. All right. So Ben's in here today because among the many, many, many projects that you're active in here in Cincinnati, he is the artists in residence for uh, the National Homecoming Festival this weekend, which is kind of combining with the Music Now Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit, uh, what does that mean that you're the artist in residence for this festival? Yeah, sure. Um, mostly it's been just kind of an opportunity to write some music, kind of like dedicate some time to write some music. Um, so I've been doing a lot of production work and kind of like sitting in my room, which is also my studio of cables everywhere and crafting stuff and just making little ideas, but um, kind of rarely have the opportunity to expand those ideas. And so when Brian Devendorf of The National asked me to be the artist in residence, it was sort of the opportunity to uh, take that material, um, bring it to A Delicate Motor, which is a band that I perform in under the the leadership of Adam Peterson, it's his project, um, and kind of uh, take it to that ensemble and collaboratively collaboratively expand upon these like little tiny ideas. So I've been working with uh, Stephen Patota, uh, Adam Peterson, Brianna Kelly, Rachel Moosey, and uh, Libby Landis, um, just to like blow this stuff out. And then Brian has been coming in and kind of being been um, like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I can add this and I can do this. Uh, in addition to all of that, um, get the opportunity to play um, with the National, play with another group called Mouse on Mars, um, perform a little bit of the music of a delicate motor, and then perform uh, this on Thursday night and also on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. Yeah, 4 o'clock on Sunday, four I think, is your, your time slot, down at Smale River, Riverfront Park. And also on Thursday um, at 10 p.m. at Sartre, uh, we're playing like a pop-up after-party show, which oh. is totally free for... Awesome, and that's, that's down, is that on Republic Street, or it's down over the Rhine somewhere? I think so, it's right next to Rheingeist. All right, you can find it out on the internet, this yeah, glorious thing we have, Google, you can check it out. Um, so that's awesome, you're going to have a busy weekend then, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. I, mean, I was honestly most nervous about this, um, <laughs> which is like, it's like, rah, rah. Um, I was most nervous about this, the weekend is like, fun. Okay, well, I sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean for WCPO Lounge Acts to be so stressful. It's not you, it's um, my own my own thing but i'm i'm really happy that i'm here well yeah I th- is were you stressed out about this the sensory perception <laughs> yeah thing? sensory percussion or, um sorry percussion no percussion. no worries um yeah part of that a lot all of this music that we're hearing right now i put together within the past month when brian was like hey do you want to do a, a lounge act mm-hmm. because i figured we couldn't get the full seven piece ensemble in here um so i was like yeah I've, i'm really eager to start using these in a in a more uh, structured way, but uh, it was like pretty fresh. <laughs> wow! So this is custom developed for WCPL. This Lounge is, is what for, you're saying. Yes, and I just messed up the last piece, so don't judge too harshly. But I'm still feeling it. 
I don't think anyone is judging. It sounded sounded awesome to me. I mean, that's I'm really excited. This is the first you know custom written music for a lounge. Oh yeah, so this oh, is yeah. this is a really exciting first for for me. Cool, and for I'm sure Brian, our producer Emily, our photographer as well. Um, tell me a little bit about this um, sensory percussion, these yeah. triggers that you have here on your drums. Which, if you're listening to the podcast, you're going to want to check out the full stream you have on that we have on YouTube and and on our website to get a look at them for sure but tell us how they work and what exactly they are cool yeah i would love to they're uh they're called sensory percussion from a company called Sunhouse. um and basically what they do is really cool they map your drum head um so you can divide your drum into all kinds of different quadrants um and assign different sounds different effects uh you can assign loops you can assign cow moos or cat meows or whatever you want um we didn't have any moves or moves in our own no, our WCPO music. Next time, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, and and it basically allows you to kind of like play electronic music with the same like dynamic flexibility that you get when you're playing a live drum set. Um, and you can put them on. I have them on these mesh heads, which are silent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also put them on like actual drum heads, and they're really sensitive, really responsive. Um, it's an incredible company for sure. Very cool. So um, let's look at your snare drum. Like, how many different effects do you have on just that one drum right now? This one is kind of limited, but I think I have. Let's hope. I've got that center right there. Um, I've got an edge okay. like that. And all of the the samples that you're hearing, all the samples are stuff that I've kind of like crafted in the program and in Pro Tools. But there's cool stuff like I'm going to put this down for a second. But check this out. Do, uh, Check this out. You can do a, what's called a stick shot, and then uh, when I do that, it changes all of the samples on the drum. That was that was my drop, so I just gave it away for the next song. But that's it. That's but we'll see that coming up. You'll after see it in action in, in just second. just a few minutes. That's that's awesome. I mean, I like how did you how did you first get into this kind of technique? What um, what inspired you or what drew you to it? Yeah, I've I, I started following it on Instagram. Um, I have a friend who uses them like extremely well, so that was an inspiring person to see play. And um, just you know, got them for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Busy Young, my partner, who got these for me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just started using them since then. Very cool. Well, I'm glad you know we get to see him in action here. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your. It sounds like um, you know Brian and the National pretty well. If they invited you to I be know the Brian. artist, you, I, I don't know the National very well. Okay, I'm going to meet him. Well, yeah, you will very <laughs> soon. Um, but like, what has your your interaction with Brian then been like? Has he super chill is okay. how I would define it. He's a chill dude, and we just yeah we hang out, we talk, we've talked about. When I first met him, we talked about like all this studio stuff. This was like three or four or five years ago. Um, and yeah, he just, he's come out to some shows to support me and, um, I've seen him play a number of times and yeah, he's just like really relaxed and really friendly. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, and I mean, he's really respected nationwide, I think as a, as a drummer for his work yeah. in the national. I mean, um, yeah, he's got a great style. I'm sure. What if, what inspiration have you drawn from him? Um, I mean, mostly I'm just like really motivated by the fact that he enjoys what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So um, the inspiration is just like the encouragement from somebody who's like at the top of that this kind of world, and he's like, "You got it. You're uh-huh. Like you're good." I'm like, "Cool." You know? I mean that. Yeah, that has to be awesome. You get a kind of aff- or, you know affirmation. The from, affirmation from yeah. someone so respected. Yeah, totally. Um, what other musicians or, or drummers in particular do you do you admire? Or do you would you like to you know you aspire to be more like? Um, there's a drummer. There's a lot. There's a lot. But uh, 
there's a drummer named Marcus Gilmore who's like an alien. He's un- unbelievably uh, talented and amazing. Um, Greg Sonnier plays in a band called Deerhoof. Um, uh, I loved uh, Mitch Mitchell from Jimi Hendrix. That was like my first love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is that when you were when you were a kid? But is that is that from when you were a kid, younger? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something okay. like that. I think I wrote like my entry essay into Warner Hills was like, if you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would you meet? And I wrote about Mitch Mitchell. Like, maybe he would give me his drumsticks. <laughs> so when did you actually start drumming then? Like, Well, my stepdad is a drummer. Okay. Uh, and so I inherited his drum kit and his drum jeans somehow. And uh, that was probably, I think I started playing drums like fifth or sixth grade. I started with piano, like you mentioned earlier. Right. You started with piano. Did long, long ago. Yeah. But I feel like that fifth grade is kind of a, a really typical age yeah. for a lot of kids. That's when you know. I wish I started earlier. I could be so much better now. Yeah, I'm actually surprised you could, uh, to hear that you didn't, just because I know that or I've heard that your family is very artistic, very musical. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm sure that had an effect on it as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. My dad has been like a huge proponent in my life for recording and uh, also music as well, and just like fed me like really cool um, music and thoughts, and like helped me get my first little recording studio set up, and. And then uh, my mom runs an arts organization here locally called Artworks, and she's, you know, just like steeped in the arts. And um, Matt, my stepfather, um, is an incredible visual artist and drummer. Mm-hmm. So I, there was no hope for me. You were just, death- you had to do it. Yeah. You had to get into art and music. I had to be broke. I want to talk a little bit about a project that you uh, you completed. You said it took up most of this past year. Or yeah. The year before. Uh, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got a grant from People's Liberty, mm-hmm. $10,000, to build a park in Price Hill. Yeah. A percussion park. Um, yeah. Which there's, just describe it for our people who are listening. Yeah, totally. It's um, just a collection of outdoor musical instruments. There's like a marimba and uh, tank drums, which are like uh, uh cut propane tanks with different pitches on them. Um, and it just lives down the street on Warsaw and McPherson, um, which is down the street from where I teach at this place called My Cincinnati. Um, so it was kind of a cool way. I teach percussion. It was a cool way to tie in um, what I do with my students at My Cincinnati with, you know, I guess the, the neighborhood at large. Um, and then also we, we travel there every once in a while to play and um, it took up all of last year, though, for I'd, sure. I'd imagine. I mean, there's a great video from People's Liberty that shows you kind of picking through. It looks like a giant junk heap. Yeah, a Wh- huge scrapyard. Where is that? And That's in, um, like, I guess it would be, like, Spring Grove area, but, um, or not Spring Grove. Um, anyways, it's in Northside-ish, uh, and it's a, a friend of mine's uh, father's scrapyard, mm-hmm. um, Moskowitz Bros. And, yeah, there's just, like, heaps of, of like, computers and bikes and old machinery and stuff so they let me just kind of like comb through it and pick some stuff so like how long did you spend there actually just like and how did you i went three or four times okay so you just like brought somebody a friend's truck and just like loaded it up every time i still have a lot of the scrap metal that i haven't fully used yet Mm -hmm. it's gonna eventually make it what were you what in particular were you looking for among all the you know all that just junk i don't know man (laughs) i don't know what i was looking for i just like grabbed stuff and then at a certain point was like this would work you know this will work for this and this will be a good base you know so it just i just grabbed whatever i thought looked cool Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure and then i i mean had you done stuff like that kind of construction work before um my yeah a little bit my my dad is a woodworker and um has been a machinist and all that kind of stuff and 
he kind of gave me a lot of those formative skills. And then my stepfather father also like uh, does a lot of that similar work and renovates houses and apartments and buildings. And um, so I had a little bit of know-how through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the true hero for that was a friend named Anna Peterson, actually Adam Peterson of A Delicate Motor, his sister. Um, she is a metalsmith and can weld and do all of this crazy stuff. So I would kind of bring ideas to the table and then she would be like, yeah, okay, okay, dude. And then we would figure out how to do it for real. That's awesome. I mean, are you like a welder now? Do you know? No. no. <laughs> I just watched her. I filmed her doing it. Okay. It looks rad. I mean, but. yeah. Like, well, that video that I mentioned earlier from People's Liberty, you should check it out if oh, you're yeah, listening like right now. Oh, yeah. It's really cool to see all that. Um, I mean, what... I, you said at the end of that video, I mean, you kind of wanted to become a community space. Mm-hmm. And it, it opened almost exactly, I think, a year ago from, uh, yeah, yeah. from so now. Yeah, shouted that out the other day. I was uh, like, dang. Yeah, time, time flies yeah. really fast. But in that year, I mean, has it reached, you know, the, has it fulfilled what you hoped it would? Have <laughs> to you be honest, sent, have it's, you been, seen kids? it's been a busy year in terms of my Cincinnati. This was the first year that we started a percussion ensemble. So I'm leading a, an, a, gla- a class of older students. Um, so my aim now that it's getting warmer is, and this is coming to a close is to get back over there and give it life again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been there in a while. Okay. Well, Sorry. Well, I'm sure, I hope, I'm sure if, I mean, if I were a kid living on Warsaw Avenue, I'd probably be there every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. Sorry to answer your question. I do. I drive past it and I see kids jamming out on it uh-huh. pretty frequently when it's really cold and not so much, but well, so basically all year so far until yesterday. Yeah. Right. right. So hopefully now that, you know, the spring finally came, they'll, there'll be kids out there playing yeah, at the percussion sure. park in Price Hill. Um, let's get back to, uh, you, you have one more composition for us, uh-huh. I think. Yes. Um, one more composition. So uh, do my does, best. Does this one have a name? Uh, I'm tentatively calling this one run run. Um, this has got some old samples and some new stuff in it. Um, and hopefully, it goes as good, if not way better than the last two. Okay. If someone's watching on online, what should they be? Is there any particular drum they should be looking at to see mm. where, you're, where you're up to or just all of them? I, I could give them a little insight. Um, when I hit, I can demonstrate. So right now I've got uh, two chords that kind of oscillate right here. I've got this one. And then if I hit this, changes the chord. And then if I come over here, it changes it to an entirely new. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm baffled, but good for you. Me too. I, mean, you... I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> well, neither do I. But uh, this has been Sloan for um, WCPO Lounge X with one more composition called Run. Yeah. Thank you for the interview, by the way. Let's yeah. do it.
That's Ben Sloan here on WCPO Lounge Acts. Ben is the artist in residence at the National Homecoming Festival this weekend in Smell Riverfront Park. Thank you, Ben, so much for coming in. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, I've, I think this has been really fantastic. I've appreciated you showing us, you know, something I've never seen before here in the lounge. Um, Man, I'm really glad to be here and... Uh yeah, and, and something you know, kind of different, experimental. Something um, some people might not consider as drumming, even. Yeah. I mean, do you ever hear that that um, criticism? Well, this this is again so so fresh that um, I haven't got the feedback yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I it is. It's sort of more like you're curating a, a set of sounds, mm-hmm. and with this particular stuff like it's it's sort of like on the cusp of being like a a full composition and then also just improvising with sort of the colors and sounds and so like I don't really know how it's going to unfold I have an idea and so sometimes like if I hit it and it doesn't make the sound then I'm like oh gotta roll with it that way so Uh So you just just have to be on your toes and ready ready to go wherever the song leads you yeah um awesome well then I mean 
I feel like I had something else to ask you, but it's escaping me. Um, oh, uh, I remember now. I yeah. actually hearing you like humming along and kind of like making some oh, verbal. Yeah. <laughs> is that intentional or is that unintentional? What? That is a, a hilarious thing that happens to me. I, when I'm playing like shows on real drums, uh, sometimes I lose my voice because it's a bad uh, habit where I'm just like, uh, and it, ha- it shows up in recordings. It's hilarious. <laughs> my friends make fun of me for it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you have real drums, it's definitely covered up. It's a little more no- noticeable with, the, with these types of. Yeah, hopefully. Situations. Brian can uh, mute the mic. I mean, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> it probably wasn't acro- coming across to people listening on Facebook Live. I could just hear it because I'm literally six feet away from you. Yeah, you're in the room. You're yeah, in the room. I mean, I enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, do you have any sort of particular warm-up ritual that kind of gets you in the mood for doing shows? Um, well, man, this morning my computer, I was up to like 3.30 last night trying to get this all together, and my computer uh, missed malfunctioned and wasn't starting and working and I didn't have the files on my laptop and I called Brian and he saved the day. Um, so my warm up routine today was, um, screaming into a pillow. <laughs> that was my warm up routine. I mean, Hey, we all, we've all been there. Yeah. That yeah, helps for sure. Actually a lot of the time. It did. Or it made it worse. I can't remember tell. <laughs> well, I, I think it helped cool. know, front because cool. it all sounded amazing. So once again, thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, if you want to check out Ben this weekend, he's going to be playing Thursday at Sartre. I never know how to say that. Sartre. Yes. Great, Sartre. Great French pronunciation. I would probably say it like that. Sartre. Uh, at the Masonic Center on Friday, and then down at Smell Riverfront Park on Saturday and Sunday nights. Um, you can still get tickets. To, I just looked. If you look at ntlhomecoming.com. Com, I think it is. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, there's still tickets avail- available for the festival, so you can check it out there. If people want to see more of what you do, how can they find you on the internet? Um, again, it's also fresh, but look out for... Um, it's all very fresh, but look out for the release of a Delicate Motors uh, album called Fell Over My Own through Sofa Burn Records in June. Um, and uh, this will be online at some point pretty soon. Actually, I should quickly mention, through the residency, we're, we're recording all of the material. So that will be recorded and, and put out at some point in the near future. Awesome. We'll definitely, we'll definitely take a look or look, keep our eye out for that. So thank you guys for tuning in. This has been WCPO Lounge Acts. I'm your host, Austin Fast. And if you like what you saw here, you can check us out. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, WCPO.com, YouTube, all those places. So we hope to see you next time. Uh, thanks for listening.